It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. Yes. Mm. Who is that? Oh, I forgot. Is it, it's absent. <laughs> is it absent Dave and the? Is it surfing Dave and the yeah, surfing, surfing Dave and the absent legends? That's it. Yeah, I knew there was surf in there somewhere. Yeah, surfing Dave and the absent legends. It's oh. and it is in fact a living white hell out there. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, everybody's here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> All right, present. Because I'm uh, here. We just got uh, now. This is see if if this had been uh, an hour and a half earlier, this would have worked for me. First plow in my neighborhood. Huh. You have the plow app. No, you hear it. Oh. That's the plow app. <laughs> my ass is the plow app. Yeah, you can there vote the vibration. App. There is you a vibration. Hear, you you don't hear with your ass actually. You <laughs> you just feel the vibration. Uh, is an app you can you can watch and see where the plows are out. And- I think there is. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was my only concern. I, I got up early and I looked at the UDOT cameras and all the ones that of the scariest places where I drive and the roads looked it looks like they've been working on them, but uh, I there was no plows in my entire neighborhood all night and it's just still coming down like crazy. Mm-hmm. We if we haven't just made a it over clear, a foot. if we haven't made it clear, we are not in the studio. Uh, radio from hell is uh, we're we're you know we're sissies. Yeah. We're, we're cowards. We stayed home, no, not worked all of remotely. Us. Uh, the only brave one of the team is our producer, Katie, for short. She's the brave one. She's the well, one who made it. I'm not it alone. In. I'm not alone. I'm not the yes. only brave one. I've got. I've. I've got. Uh, I've got uh, uh, Cameron Diaz. I forgot what we call her for a second. I'm so used to yeah. her real name. <laughs> Corey. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, we got her here, and then Dawson is currently stuck on a train. <laughs> you know. So. So the big stars, the highly paid radio talent. They're safe at home while the support staff goes in to, uh, you know, braves the elements, risks their lives, and goes into work. Well, I, I don't want to speak for our attorney, but he would uh, refer to us as assets. And yes, we're assets. And therefore, we, we should be protected. Katie is an asset. <laughs> or, 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 I, would, or Carrie, I would love to see you guys do the show without, without the things that I do. <laughs> Carrie. Mm-hmm. Carrie, I, I don't think assets is quite the right word. I think it's partially the right word. We are asses is what we are. <laughs> Not assets. Well, doesn't an asset seem like it's a tiny little ass? You've got an ass and then, oh, look at that cute little asset. <laughs> never it, thought of it that way. I like never rock, thought of it until is, is just it, now. Is it like Roxette, the band? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. <laughs> 
kismet? But, well, maybe. No. Let's see, rocks? No, that doesn't work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we're home. And yeah. uh, take Katie, talk about your home. yeah. Talk about your journey in. in. The journey of at least a foot of snow down uh, in the foot of Mill Creek in, in the valley, mm-hmm. and uh, no plows whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I saw them going the other direction while I was going on the freeway here. Um, now, you have f- four-wheel drive. Luckily, yes, after now, my car Do you car have accident. to drive on the freeway at all? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I hop so on the freeway from 7th south or seventh east, and then I take I-80 down, and I take that crazy exit that Carrie and I take, the yeah, ninth that's south the, exit. That's one of the scary ones. That's the one where I turned sideways at our last snowstorm. So <laughs> I-80, I-80 from uh, 7th east uh-huh. down to the uh, exit. Mm-hmm. How was that stretch? Um was it plowed? No, <laughs> not not plowed. Yeah, Carrie had pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it was it was ni- white knuckling and mm-hmm. um, making sure you could. Uh, it's it's the whose whose lane is it anyway game mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, no, no plows. And then what are the what are the surface streets in town like? It, um, you know, same. Are they plowed? No, they might have been plowed like an hour and a half ago, but you can't really tell now. They're focusing on the freeways and the major arteries. Yeah. They said, don't expect uh, snow plows on side streets uh, for a they while. They plowed the street in front of my house, but uh, that that's because it's a direct, I assume it's because it's a direct ac- a- to access the, uh, to the um, university hospital. And, uh, the, you know, well, yeah, so that's probably why. Don't drive. Stay home. I told yeah. my husband to stay home. Mm-hmm. Don't drive. My kids got a snow day. Some kids are doing remote learning today. Some districts, but my kids' school just said ah, snow day, so they're sleeping in. And I know Salt Lake School District is. Uh, they said not to come in. You do you have a list of those, Gina? Uh, n- <laughs> no. I mean, I think it's most of them are, are remote learning. Maybe we should look that up and see well, what okay. school districts are. Are uh, there? Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, if you can possibly stay home today, work remotely, or just blow it off, I, uh, you know, because it's terrible. It's just a living white hell out there, and it's not going to get any better. I don't think. It's going to continue if if everything that I've read is correct. It will. Here we con- go. Oh, you uh, got it there. Yep. Salt Lake schools, remote learning, all schools closed, all extracurricular activities are canceled. Uh, Alpine School District, online learning, Salt Lake Community College, Utah State, um, Tooele County School District. University of Utah, I'm sure. Yeah, Jordan, Granite, Canyons, Box Elder will have a delayed start, they say. Um, A delayed start. Yeah. This says oh. Provo City Schools have a two-hour delayed start Wednesday. So that th- those look like they're still um, planning on school today. All Nebo District schools carry a uh, two-hour <laughs> delayed start. Yeah, because we ain't wusses. Carrie doesn't have any children down there, Gina. <laughs> uh, no, but I got at my, least as far as he knows. I got my poor education there. So. Yeah, true. Uh, Park wow. City's uh, snow day. UVU. All this says all campus facilities open Wednesday. Uh, however, students should check with their professors to determine the status of their day. Mm. Every uh, weather indication I have is that this will continue through uh, till like seven o'clock tonight. Uh, it's going to be heavy for the next few hours and then get to kind of medium. Now, will we be able to make it the, into work tomorrow? Probably. Okay. According to uh, this. 
It's you know it really has gotten to the to the point. I'm glad we can do this, but I I really have gotten to the point where I I mean it's I like it better when we're in the studio together. Um, yeah, so, I didn't think I'd say that either, but I yeah. do. Yeah, I didn't think I would either because because <laughs> it is it's cushy to stay at home. Although I got all dressed up like I was going to go to work, you know. But if I'd known I was going to be home for sure, I just I don't wear pants. If if uh, you don't wear you any know. pants, or you wear comfy pants, I wear no pants. I, I just wear Zero no pants. I, I wear underpants, underpants, and I just sit here with the bottom half of you know. It's just I hang out. I mean, literally and figuratively, I hang out. <laughs> Why don't you put? It's cold. Why don't you put jammy pants on? Because uh, I'm, I'm. I bet cold. Carrie's got jammy pants on. Let's see. Yep. <laughs> yep, his pajamas. Jammy pants. Jam. Jammy pants. No, I, no, but I, I showered and I cleaned myself up, and I'm wearing a proper shirt <laughs> yes. for for the camera. Yeah, I showered, and I, and to be honest, Gene, I actually wear jammy pants if I. But I'm not today. I'm wearing the my. I've got a belt on, which I hate. A belt? Yeah, a belt it, it, your jammy pants? It, no, There's I don't no. have jammy pants on. I've got my regular <laughs> pants on. There's no reason to wear a belt it, at home ever. It hurts everywhere my belt rubs. <laughs> belt one is of my not favorite home lines. attire. <laughs> it ain't freedom. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, the first thing well, you do when you get home is take your belt off. Isn't that the first thing that happens? You whip no. it out right no. out of the, no. No, I take first thing I do is take my shoes off. I can't stand wearing shoes anymore. Really? If I could wear flip flops all year round, I would. Wow. Um, I just don't. I can't stand them. Uh, and then I take my pants off and put on comfy pants. Lounge, lounge wear. Lounge wear. Yes. 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 I've got yoga pants on. Mm, Not no. necessarily jammy pants. Well, that's that's uh, active wear, or in your case, inactive wear. Yes. I bought I Costco a whole pants yesterday. <laughs> Kit, you bought Costco pants? Costco pants, yes. What are Costco pants? Yeah, what are I Costco mean, other, pants? Other than they're from Costco. Uh, they're just from Costco, but they're super oh. comfy and warm, oh, okay. luckily. Well, <laughs> I need a whole line of Remain Seated wear. Ooh, what a great Don't idea. You, you, you should uh, you should design that and put your name on it. You could be just like uh, Jacqueline Smith. And you could sell, you'd sell it in Kmart. Sell your remain seated wear in Kmart. What's a Kmart? Get closer to your microphone, Gina. What's a Kmart? Now that's much better when you're closer to the microphone. It's a it's it's a store, Gina. They don't that's exist where, anymore. That's why your 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 clothes should be there because they don't exist anymore. I create I'll things. Could, for, yeah, I bet we could get you at Sam's Club. You th- no, I don't want a Sam's Club. I'm a mm. Costco girl, like Katie. Um, well, well, I think I Costco standards are too high, I'm afraid. Mm, oh. I, th- I think you, you should be in Gibson's discount centers. <laughs> Gibson's gives you more. Yep. Or <laughs> what was it station. What was it after Gibson's? Grand Central? Grand Central, that's right. <laughs> Grand Central. Oh, my God. I only How- know because I bought action figures from there for you. How many people remember what Grand Grand Central was? There one in Utah County? Oh yeah, in Pro. Yeah. Well, Orem, I mean, yeah. it was a Gibson's, and then it became a Grand Central. Didn't and you when call we, it Grand Swindle? Didn't you call it that? I no. think people did. Yeah, but we were uh, across the street from the movie theater was the Grand Central, you know, because there's that mm-hmm. uh, oh. Carillon Square in Orem. Oh yeah, and that's where the movie theater was, and we were we were going to see. 
I think Empire Strikes Back or something. Me and my stupid cousin Ray, <laughs> and uh, so we were we went across the street to check out the action figures at Grand Central and play Asteroids until the movie started. And Ray didn't get out much, so mm-hmm. he didn't know he didn't know how to cross the street. I I should have the street. I, I should have taken him up to the crosswalk and and all that, but that was a, a longer way around. I was telling him, let's just cross the road here, mm-hmm. and he uh, he got hit by a car. Oh my god! Oh my god! How told, bad? Really? <laughs> bad. Broke his leg. It was oh, it was geez. really really bad because the concept of avoiding the car was <laughs> yeah. was difficult. It he was was stupid. He was he was. And my Aunt Shirley never forgave me for that. It was your fault. <laughs> is there is there a chance that your stupid cousin Ray is listening to this show? Doubtful, but it might get back to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know stupid Ray down in Utah County, <laughs> tell him what Terry <laughs> said. He wouldn't be known as Ray. He'd be known as Leslie. I wouldn't call him Leslie. I kept calling him Ray. I said, trust me, I'm doing you a favor. You're Ray. <laughs> Not Leslie Ray. Now, yeah. now- it was Leslie Ray. Leslie Ray. Uh, you were right, Carrie. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, let's uh, get this over with then. I mean, the sooner we start, the sooner we can get this over. Yeah. All right. Let's get this over with. Indeed. We'll officially begin the program, and then we'll go to your check-ins. I think there's one person there. Call. Let us know how you're doing, what you're doing. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Let us how know the conditions. How much snow did you get? Yeah. How much snow did you get? I'm looking at the railing out on my deck here. And where you know where it just piles up on the rail, it's a foot. There's a foot of snow on that rail mm-hmm. easily. That's amazing. All right, Gina. The Stateroom presents bringing you live music memories. Experience the Gilmore Project as they explore Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, February 22nd at Live at the Eccles. Get tickets in the full lineup at thestateroompresents.com. Uh, the sun will rise today at uh, 7.12 and set this evening at... Uh, 6.10 p.m. Uh, the moon is 7.4% of full. It's a waxing crescent moon. Uh, the moon will set today at 9.22 p.m. Today being uh, Wednesday, it's the 22nd day of February in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2023. And this is the Live in White Hell edition of the show for people who feel like hell in the morning. It's radio from hell with the radio nitwits, the lords of morning radio, Carrie Jackson, I'm Bill Allred. There's Gina Barberi. Katie, for short, is our brave, intrepid producer in the studio in downtown Salt Lake. And we have help from uh, Cameron Diaz and uh, Dawson as well. Uh, we'll get to your uh, uh, Black History Month uh, spotlight in just a minute, but why don't we go to check-ins, Gina? Sure. Shall we do that first? All Who do right. we got? Who do we have first? This is Spencer. Spencer. Hi, Spencer. Where are you? We can't hear Spencer, and I don't know if Spencer can hear us. Buttons need to be pushed. Good morning. Hi, there you are. Uh, Where are you, Spencer? Where are you? I'm out in Tooele. I'm in Tooele. What's it like out there? Uh, We got about 15 inches out here. Oof. So, Uh, yeah, I wasn't wasn't sure what was going to happen today, but I I usually am driving to work at this time, but I opened my garage and and looked outside and... uh, (laughs) Just uh, decided not yep. doing that. Closed the garage back up and said, "Nope." Uh, what What do you yep, do? Yep, I Spencer? shoveled about. I uh, I work for a plumbing company, so we mm. kind of drive around all day too. And I wasn't. Uh, yeah, wasn't really feeling that. So yeah, I know. 
So yep, texted my boss. I'm sure people will be understanding. Yeah, just take it easy today. Have a cocktail yep, and then go back to bed. Have a cocktail and go back to bed. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, now? Spencer just said it sounds like a plan. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> yeah. What yeah, do you mean why now? Not, you know? Any time is cocktail time, right, Spencer? Yeah. I agree, Bill. Yeah, thank you. Spencer gives in to peer pressure a little too quickly. Uh, Spencer, his, thanks his for checking in with us. Talked about this. And Absolutely, you guys. Have a good day. Thanks. Okay, see you. Bye. Anybody else, Katie? Uh, yes, Devin is there. Let's go Hi, Devin. Hi, thanks for letting me listen. Yeah, where are you? Uh, right now, I just got back to my driveway. I was driving from Ogden to Lehigh, and uh, then I got a call that my training was canceled, so. Back home I go to spend the day with my wife. Training for what? Uh, doing an OSHA 30-hour training this week. Mm. Oh, so it's job safety, you have to do it for for your work. Is that right? Yeah, well, just professional development. This is just so that I can be better at what I do. You drove all the way from Ogden to Lehigh and have to no. turn around and go back? I don't think he drove all no. the way. No, I didn't make it there. I got up at 5. I left, I got a call, and so I only made it as far as about Leighton, and then oh, came okay. back. But the next two days, I'll be heading down, so hopefully this lets up a little. Mm. How was it just going from Ogden to Leighton? Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. It, there's not a lot of snow, maybe three or four inches, but they just haven't plowed in a while, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, well, Devin, uh, have a lovely day. A cocktail is what I suggest, and then go back to bed with your wife. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. <laughs> right. You People see, just you know, go with that, Bill. They don't fight you at all for that. Because they go, what? Wait a minute! I never thought I could have a cocktail at uh, what is it six twenty-seven in the morning? But I can. People that get a habit of drinking at six o'clock in the morning. If you have one cocktail, it's not a habit. <laughs> if you have it every day at six, it's a. It's habit? a special occasion. That's <laughs> this is a special occasion. Getting up is a special occasion. Exactly. Uh, let's go to, uh, oh, looks like Kevin. Kevin. Kevin is here. Where are you, Hello, Kevin? Friends. Hi, where are you? I am also out in Tooele. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've got so much snow out here that it's it's over my basset hound shoulders. Oh, oh no. They can't even, can't even make a trail through the snow. Oh. It's so deep. That's what so you get for having shovel, a basset hound. You're going to shovel him a place to go potty? Um, well, I'm going to let him out later because they love to play in the snow. It was just really early this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll they'll get it. Yeah. They're let, let, they're feisty, feisty yeah. bunch. Let this be a cautionary tale for people. If you're thinking of purchasing a dog, remember Kevin's... Kevin's story. Your basset hound will not be able to get through the snow because they're, you know, stubby legged. So get some other kind of dog. Get a dog with long legs. No, they're beautiful. Yeah. Todd Newcomb <laughs> All has, puppies are beautiful. Todd Newcomb All has puppies are. one basset or two, I think. Uh, one, one. Owning one seems like you have two. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> well, I, I have three, so oh my God. I don't know how you Six. do that math. That's six. That's six. <laughs> You've yeah. got too many. I'm calling animal control. <laughs> <laughs> they multiply when okay, you get them wet. Fair. That's true, uh, Kevin. So you're staying yeah, home. Yeah. You're staying home from work. Well, I actually work from home, so uh, oh, nothing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Regular old day for me. Well, I'm not going to suggest that you have a cocktail then, because you have to work. 
Oh, well, I just put press buttons on a computer, so... Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's not heavy machinery. You know. Yeah, um, yeah no, have a no. cocktail. Uh, let's, uh, thank, yeah, you. thank you, Kevin. Let's quickly uh, go to Chris, and then we'll take a break. Chris hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, good morning. Where are I you? Guess. Where are you? Uh, I'm, I'm at the point of the mountain trying to head to Salt Lake, and it's hell. Are you uh, driving? Why do you have to do that? Uh, well, I'm a nurse, and... I got a, there's one, one patient I see on my way to work and he, he's got to have somebody see him every day. And so, yeah. and then, you know, I've, I've obviously got to take care of patients at work, but, um, yeah, it's, I'm going about five miles an hour at the moment and mm-hmm. about 20 slide offs between my house, which is about two miles south of the point of the mountain. And wow. I'm, I've been on the road for 25 mm-hmm. minutes at this point, probably. So. Well, just take it miles, easy. So. Sounds like you're taking it easy, and you'll you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. there's no choice. But yeah, right. uh, yeah. Tell everybody. Aren't else you going to tell him to have a cocktail, working. Bill? <laughs> no, Gina, he's driving. Oh, God, what are you I, trying to find I, I, the rules I, here? I what is wrong with you? Right. What if I need it to settle my nerves? Is that okay? No, <laughs> it's not. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Kevin. See you uh, later. Thank you. News brought to you by. Haster Game Sale. All board games are 10% off. All Star Wars X-Wing, Armada, and Legion, 25% off. Now's a smart time to get a new game and save at Haster Games in Midvale or at HasterGames.com. Oh, that da brat. Da brat. <laughs> 48, 48 years old, da brat is, and has announced that uh, da brat is pregnant. Aw. Going, expecting her first child. I never Denother thought I was going to... Hmm? Another brat? Another brat, yes. Never thought I was going to have kids, as she said. The funkified rapper told People Magazine. I just thought I wasn't. it wasn't in the cards for me. I've had a great career, full life. I felt like because I don't didn't get pregnant earlier on, then it just wasn't going to happen. But DeBrad is going to have a, another DeBrad, yeah. Uh, winter storm across the whole country. 65 million people under winter weather alerts. Um, powerful east, uh, coast-to-coast storm continuing to bring dangerous threats. Heavy snow, high winds, putting parts of more than two dozen states under winter weather alerts, Utah being one of them, as travel conditions begin to deteriorate, uh, have deteriorated in most areas. More than 65 people million people across 29 states affected. This is unprecedented, I would say, uh, in terms of winter storms. I, I don't remember anything like this. Um, I mean, I remember having heavy winters here in Utah, but mm-hmm. not across the whole country like this. Yeah, that's something. It's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, just uh, unprecedented. Uh, the, um, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a non-profit entity that it controlled have been fined $5 million by the Securities and Exchange Commission over accusations that the religious institution failed to properly disclose its investment holdings. In an order released Tuesday, the SEC alleged that the church illicitly hid its investments and their management behind multiple shell companies from 1997 to 2019. In doing so, it failed to disclose the size of the church's equity portfolio to the SEC and to the public. The church was concerned that the disclosure of the assets uh, in the name of the nonprofit entity called Ensign Peak Advisors, which manages the church investments, would lead to, shall we say, negative consequences in light of the size of the church's portfolio. 
the allegations first emerged in 2018 uh, when a, a group called Mormon Leaks uh, claimed that the church investments had reached $32 billion. Uh, the church has, by the way, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has agreed to pay a $5 million fine. Uh, and then all, all will be right again, I suppose. Uh, Russia tried and failed to launch, test launch, its new intercontinental ballistic missile Good. while Joe Biden was in Ukraine on Monday. The missile is called Satan 2. <laughs> what happened to Satan 1? Where's that? It didn't work out. Uh, Moscow was said to have tested the 200-ton uh, Sarmat missile system, which can carry... A dozen nuclear warheads and strike anywhere in the world while the U.S. president was meeting his Ukrainian counterpart. Uh, Russian officials warned Washington through so-called uh, deconfliction lines that the launch would be going ahead. Um, now, it was just a coincidence that it happened, the launch happened while Biden was in Ukraine because it takes a long time to set those things up. They didn't just go, oh, he's there. Let's, let's get this launch. Didn't, that's not the way it works. No. So it was just kind of a coincidence. Uh, a bill eliminating sales tax, uh, the state portion of sales tax on food, won unanimous approval from a House committee on Tuesday. But House Bill 101, of course, comes with some strings attached. It won't go into effect unless voters approve a proposed constitutional amendment to remove the earmark for education on the income tax. Right now, all income tax paid in Utah goes to education. The legislature would like to see that, uh, uh, that uh, law taken away. They so want to get their hands use, on that money. Yeah, they can use that money in any way they want. And in probably words, education would be down yeah, on the list. Take it away from education, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Because they're uh, dicks that way. Uh, a female employee at a notorious Nevada brothel has been arrested after multiple law enforcement agencies responded to a shooting at the site Monday night. Uh, the Lyon County Sheriff's Office received a 911 call uh, from the Moonlight Buddy, Bunny Ranch off Highway 50 in Mound House, Nevada. Mound House, Nevada. Uh, deputies uh, say uh, they entered the brothel to evacuate personnel and report no injuries. The female who had fired the gun retreated to a room within the business and started a standoff with police. I believe the uh, female was an employee of the uh, Moonlight Bunny Ranch. You know, a study says that four-day work weeks make people happier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about that? And it makes their businesses richer. Researchers say knocking 20% off of weekly work hours leads to employees taking 65% fewer sick days and 57% fewer staff quitting. On average, staff working four-day weeks are also 71% less likely to be burnt out and 39% to feel less stress. And researchers say that company revenues also increase well, when they no institute. There's no downside here. <laughs> yeah, and there isn't one. So do it. And uh, finally, this story. This might not go down well with some of you, but it's, it's oh. been proven now, apparently, okay. that people who drive BMWs and Land Rovers... Uh -oh. have lower IQs than the rest of us. Mm. <laughs> how, how do they figure this out? I, well, they, you know. <laughs> they did some research, uh, affirmed that they got 200 British drivers. Oh, these are British, British. drivers oh, okay. of, right. of BMWs and Land Rovers. So it, it doesn't take much to have lower IQs than the rest of the population in 
In, uh, no, I, I kid. I love you guys. From I'm an Anglophile from way back. Um, yeah, they took 200 Brit- British drivers to take a standardized IQ test, ranking them based on their intelligence scores in relation to the car brand they had. So they're just IQ scores. Oh, okay. And and it turns out that BMW and Land Rover drivers are a bit stupider than the rest of the stupid people. All right, mm. that's news. Well, some fans uh, do this thing where they get a tattoo of their team winning the Super Bowl mm-hmm. before yeah. the Super Bowl happens because yeah, they're yeah. so confident oh, that yeah. this mm-hmm. yeah, there's carries the yep. Avengers won. Did the Avengers win the Super Bowl? They saved the world. <laughs> <laughs> So this guy got uh, a Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl 57 tattoo. Oops. But but he fixed it Uh in the best way possible. How? So, you know the crying Michael Jordan meme? Yes. Mm. (laughs) Yes. He had that tattooed above the Super Bowl Philadelphia (laughs) It's hilarious. I applaud. That's that's commitment. That I, I see. I would have left it and just say they were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Participant or the yeah. Participant. Yeah. but yeah. no crying, crying Michael Jordan oh, over. That's funny. Oh. I, I hope it. the artwork was good, so you can tell right away who it is. It's good. I'll right. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it out so you can see it. It's thank you. <laughs> it's pretty well done. Things that must go now, brought to you by... The downtown winter market is open Saturdays at the Gateway, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Shop fresh produce, meats, unique gift ideas in the craft market. More information at slcfarmersmarket.org. Do you want to do it or should I? (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) Things that must go on the radio. Uh, these are. I wondered what was going on there. Uh, these are things that are bugging you, dear friends of the program. Uh, things that you can't take anymore. You can't stand it no more. I can't stand it no more. And so you uh, say they they must go from my life. You put must go uh, in the subject of a of an email, and then you write them down and send them to us. Radio from hell at x ninety six dot com. Maybe if we read it on the air, uh, it'll make you feel better. Uh, I I have a must go of my own. When you hear people on the news or otherwise say things like, uh, this is a special song that was recorded by Olivia Newton-John uh, and Dolly Parton before Olivia Newton-John died. Oh, well. Or, you know, so-and-so really? wrote this book before, before they died. Uh, they did this, you know, so-and-so was the number one rusher in the NFL before he died. What? I, mean, Don't I suppose say if that. they say, I suppose if they said, this is the last song she recorded before she died. That yes, makes sense. Yes, there you I go. Guess. There, that would work. But, but even, even that, I just, you know. <laughs> anyway, this one says, uh, I don't know if I can use the name. But it says, parents who wipe their babies or kids' noses with their own shirt sleeves or fingers, and then proceed to wipe the boogers off on their pants in a restaurant. People who drive crossways in a parking lot. Full speed without looking down the lanes they're crossing. And pedestrians who are looking at their phones and pushing a baby stroller just oblivious to their surroundings as they step into traffic. Uh, This one says, uh, a thing that must go is companies having multiple text numbers. (laughs) 
recently dealing with two companies that each of them text from four to five different numbers. Some of the five-digit kind, some of the ten-digit. Pick a number, maybe two, and keep it that way. It creates too many numbers for my contacts and too many labels. Another item, jokes about Black History Month being the shortest month. I can explain why it's February, why Black History Month is February. Fellow Berea College alum Dr. Carter G. Woodson picked the week of Abraham Lincoln's birthday, Frederick Douglass's birthday, uh, in 1926 for Negro History Week, which became Black History Month nationwide in 1976. And you know the joke. Oh, Black History Month, <laughs> it's the shortest month of the year, you know. <laughs> and a thing that went, a medical place's automatic paper towel coming out in the bathroom with no one around. I'm not using potential poo towels to dry my hands. Thank you. If you can work that magic and spot in some spots at the U, I would appreciate it. Thanks for letting me listen. I believe this is from Dr. Paul. <laughs> All right. Gina? Uh, my thing that must go is... Not remembering to get the snow shovel and put it by the back door last night. It's in the garage, which means you have to trudge through the snow to get to the oh, shovel. Isn't that the man's separate. job, Gina? Yes. Why, why, why are you doing that? That's the man's job. Well, <laughs> just well, should have remembered to put it by the back door. Before. Wake that boy up. <laughs> the, so last night, we went out to dinner last night, and, and we put that boy to work. He shoveled last night in the dark, so... He, he just didn't put it by the back door when he was done. Uh, let's see. Things that must go. Unwanted spam. Yes, I know I'm a winner. Leave me alone. <laughs> Is spam ever wanted? No. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, the, the delicious meat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you having to request to unsubscribe from an email you never signed up for in the first place. Yes. Um. Fast food places who, after you order, say, do you want a medium or large, but fail to mention there's an upcharge for that. No, I just want what I ordered. (laughs) Uh, People who steal others' food from the work refrigerator must go. I think that's why we don't have a food refrigerator at work anymore. Uh, New owners of apartments who raise your rent 40% and then never shovel snow, make repairs, etc. must go. Mm. Um, the turn fact that in. menopause against, is not that's e- against the law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fact that menopause is not even taught in medical school anymore, but uh, we sure know lots about erectile dysfunction. That's one that they make sure that they study. It's been important even to make sure prison prison inmates have access to ED medication. Apparently, this person says. Um, that's it, Carrie. All right. Uh, one from the foot of Mount Doom. Uh, when you're uh, when you're flossing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you're working it, yeah. and mm-hmm. that little bit of food flicks off onto your mirror. Oh, I hate oh. that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's gross. I mean, the flossing <laughs> is obviously doing what it's intended to do, but still, it's it's you know that tweet because then you gotta wipe it off. Uh, and uh, also needs to go uh, Fox News. Here's what I'm encouraging everyone, because Fox is toxic to your family members. When you visit your family members, when they leave the room, grab the remote, use the parental controls, and blocks Fox News. Especially if you're going to, uh, oh, say, a, a waiting area of a mechanic stop. <laughs> you know, uh, Any place that you encounter Fox News. Anywhere. Your crazy uncle's house. Yeah, grab the remote when they leave the room. And use the children's uh, protections to block it. Good All idea. Right. Uh, let's see. This one from Mark. 
Uh, let's see, something that has annoyed me for years around this time of year. I hope you're saying it out loud and we'll put a stop to it. Businesses telling everyone to spend their tax return with them. Your tax return is the paperwork one fills out. Your tax refund, however, is any money that one gets back. I feel like taking a stack of papers into a car dealership and demanding that they accept it as a down payment since their ad claims that I can do it. Thanks for letting me listen. That's Mark. And uh, let's see this one from uh, Bry. Uh, Off-brand toilet spray that smells unintentionally like baby wipes. Which just makes the combo in the bathroom smell like a giant diaper. Uh, Also, toilet paper with the starting end folded the opposite direction, so I end up pulling the roll on upside down. (laughs) Oh, Bri. These are problems. These are real problems, folks. Things that must go on the radio. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We got our uh, donut critic, uh, Ben, is here. Benjamin and, Lee. And I should have theme music for him. Yeah. But I haven't yet. I haven't found anything that I like. So let well, me just... Well, you ran Homer Simpson last time, and that was pretty appropriate. That was appropriate. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to find something, but until then, you'll, you'll have to make do with, uh, with this. Oh, that's kind of nice. I don't know. Uh, uh, Benjamin Lee, uh, donut critic, he's been on our show before, and uh, he's uh, calling in this time because, obviously, the weather... And uh, Benjamin, I see that you uh, you have some comments about uh, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal's comments about you know being there's no good place to eat in Salt Lake. Yeah, it just didn't sit right with me. I feel like we got a bad rap over All Star Weekend with mm-hmm. Shaq's comments that he ate more room service than any other time in his life, and I it just didn't sit right with me. Okay. Uh, so, so what suggestions would you have given Shaq if you'd been able to uh, t- stand on your tiptoes and see him face to face? Yeah, no, then that's that's kind of my point too. Is I feel like the the fail was more on the people that hosted him, yes. not necessarily on the food that we had in Salt Lake City. Yeah. So what but what yeah, would you I, ta- what would you tell him? Yeah, so I came up with a list of five restaurants that I feel like are on par with things across the nation. So okay. I've been to so many other cities and cities where he eats all the time, L.A., downtown L.A., and I feel like these 
are picks of the litter, and I feel like these could stand up to anywhere. Okay, what so are they? Here, yeah, so here are five types of places that I, I would recommend if I was hosting somebody. Okay. So from, like, a deli perspective, I would go to Feldman's or Caputo's. I feel like their breads mm-hmm. are good. Sure. I feel like their meats are good. Everything is just comes together in a great sandwich. Could have easily so, gone to Caputo's. is right downtown. Yeah. Exactly. And so yeah. I know that they were probably isolated in their hotels and being brought food. But yeah, that those are some picks that could have easily been given to them. Okay. Um, from an Indian food perspective, I feel like Bombay stands up to anybody across the nation. I've yeah. had, again, I've had Indian food nationally, internationally, nationally, and I feel like the Bombay house does a wonderful job and just is quality and consistent all the time. I, I think I was that that would a- have been a great choice. I was doing a ride share one time with a guy from India who was a student at the University of Utah. And we were talking, and I said, so where do you go for Indian food when you want it here in Utah? And he said, Bombay House. Mm. Awesome. And see, and I've always liked yeah, Royal I, India down in uh, 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 the uh, Draper too. area. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah, next. Uh, like um, so for pizza, I just barely had Nomad East. It's a thinner crust pizza. What's it and called? I was Nomad East, Nomad. so it's in the 13th South and 1600 East region, hmm. and it was fantastic. It's it goes up there with some of the best pizza that I've had, again nationally. So okay, all right. Bello is also a good yes. uh, spot, and that's right downtown too. I don't mm-hmm. know if they were offered or if any of the hosting places catered with that. So okay, who knows? Um, I do know that there is something to do with pizza because he just signed with Papa John's. And so there's probably, you know, he probably didn't want to eat pizza if that was where his meal was. He can only eat, where he's only allowed to eat Papa John's pizza now. That's, he can't have any other pizza. <laughs> well, is no, that, it's true. Well, he, can't, I, he can't be filmed. He can't be photographed yeah, eating anything right, other than. Obviously, yeah. Uh, now, is that, all, so, is that five or is there one more? Um, so I would say Takashi for sushi, yes. and then Valters for the Italian box. Okay, so. Where, Benjamin. For my curiosity, I love Chinese food, and uh, so uh, wh- where do you go for Chinese food? So there's a place off 114th. It's called Makan Makana Noodle House, and I feel like that embodies everything that I'd want in in a Chinese place or noodles. And so that's kind of my first choice. But I'll, I'll be honest, I am not an expert on Chinese food. I oh. feel as though I've been burned out on really sweet Utah Chinese food. <laughs> and so I, I haven't been to as many places. I've, I'm giving myself a break, let's say. Well, I go to, I go to Panda Express. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> no? Hey, I okay. go once a year, too. And, and, you know, I enjoy myself that one time. So. Sure, it's okay. Okay, well, now desserts, you said. <laughs> okay, Yep, so desserts, I would say Ruby Snap. Those cookies are super unique to Salt Lake Mm -hmm. City. They give Mm -hmm. all the special flavors. They pack it full of all the good stuff and all the fresh items. So Ruby Snap is is my choice for cookies. Mm -hmm. For really light desserts, I go with a crepe cake from Doki Doki. She's on Mm -hmm. 4 South and like 3 or 4 West. Mm -hmm. Her crepe cakes are so good and just um, there's a lot of flavor. You brought us us one of those. Yeah, it was was delicious. delicious. I did. Yes. Yes. Um, w- number three, I would say Momo's Cheesecake. So she has this really light, silky cheesecake. It's not necessarily like that heavy New York cheesecake style. Her Where is that, Phenomenal. Benjamin? 
So she just barely opened one on 4 South. Actually, it's probably about a block away from Doki Doki, but that's just a coincidence. She has one in South Jordan, and then her original was in Provo. Okay. Very good cheesecake. If you're looking for cheesecake, go to Momo's. Okay. And then number two, I still would recommend Lay Madeline. She's still doing her Queen Amon. Even though her shop isn't necessarily open, you can find them at the Neighborhood Hive at 21st and 21st. Oh. Or um, she does some specials. She did it over Valentine's Day where you could do some pickup specials or you can get them shipped. She does Gold Bellies. So they're still around, and I still think that's one of those premier desserts yeah. in Salt Lake City. Benjamin, does anybody and, else make Queen Amon? Um, they do, but a lot of times they use croissant dough. So it's not necessarily the mm. Queen Amon dough that you really have come to love and okay. enjoy from the right. Madeline. So okay. you'll feel you'll feel the difference once you eat okay. somebody else's. So. And then the last one, I am just giving the general category for ice cream. I've been everywhere, and I don't think anybody does ice cream better than Utah. We have so many good ice cream places. Rockwell Ice Cream has one of my favorites with the honeycomb. It's just hands down one of the creamiest and the best flavored, in my opinion. Then we have Brooker's, Brooker's Founding Flavors, Provo, Vineyard, and Harriman locations right now. Super creamy. I mean, it's just one of the creamiest ice creams you'll have. Great flavors. And then Cloud Ninth, so Ninth and Ninth. Um, I know they're seasonal, so you'll probably have to wait until spring or summer, but man, Cloud Ninth is just amazing. Mm. And I don't I think was- I've ever found an ice cream place that beats out in Utah. What yeah. was the what was the first one you mentioned? Rockwell. So where Rockwell, is that? So they have the original location downtown Provo. I had to see if their location out in uh, the district is still open. They've kind of popped in and out with their shops, but they do um, wholesale sell mm. to other places. So if you've been to Penguin Brothers, they use Rockwell ice cream. Okay, and. Uh- Benjamin, we have to take a break. Uh, thanks for that. Now, I assume, you know, when you're in the studio with us, you bring us uh, things to sample. I assume that if I go down and look on my front porch, there's going to be some samples of everything you talked about today, right? Oh, yeah. DoorDash right to your door. Okay, thank you. Uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, Benjamin. Thank you. Just oh, a- uh, where can okay. people find your stuff? Um, so go to Instagram, and it's just Donut Critic, or you can uh, go to DonutCritic.com and see uh, my blogs there. So, okay. And we're going to put all of, on. We're going to put this list on x96.com as well, so all right. you can go there and look. Thanks, Benjamin. We'll thanks, talk ben. to you soon. Hey, thanks all. All, all right. right. Uh, we've got boners coming up. Here are the candidates you'll be voting for. Number one, Larry, Moe, and Curly Joe are from Utah. Boner candidate number two, good night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. And boner candidate number three, And on the second day, God commanded, let there be pipelines. And the pipelines appeared, and God was pleased with what he saw. (laughs) And it is time for Boner of the Day. Three news stories. These will be examples of bad, stupid, or funny human behavior. And you will decide with your vote of these three candidates which one is the worst. Which one deserves to be Boner of the Day for today, uh, February 22, 2023. All right, here's Boner candidate number one. Larry, Moe, and Curly Joe are from Utah. Well, their names aren't really Larry, Moe, and Curly Joe. Uh, Their names are almost as good as that, though. Uh, A lawsuit from a trio of Utah brothers seeking to kick President Joe Biden 
out of the White House and return Donald Trump to the presidency will not be heard by the U.S. Supreme Court. What the high court again, again rejected the brothers' case on Tuesday. In January, the Supreme Court declined to consider Brunson versus Adams at all, which claimed nearly 400 members of Congress violated their oaths of office by failing to investigate claims of voter fraud in the 2020 election and certifying Biden's Electoral College win on January 6, 2021. The suit sought to remove Biden, Vice President Harris, and those members of Congress from office while immediately making Donald Trump eligible to be inaugurated as president. (laughs) That request ignores the Presidential Succession Act, which specifies the Speaker of the House would be the next in line for the presidency. The appeal was filed by brothers Loy, DeRon, and uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, Leland, Lowland, I think it is. And they're from Utah, you say, huh? Yes, they are. (laughs) Rayland. It's Rayland. Rayland Brunson, the lead plaintiff in the case, with brothers Loy, and Deron argued that the Supreme Court should consider the decision not to hear, reconsider the decision not to hear the case because it represents a very powerful domestic covert operation. Hmm? No, it doesn't. <sighs> Jesus. Larry Moe and Curly Joe. That's what I don't know. Yeah. How did it get that yeah, far? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's boner candidate number one. Boner candidate number two. Good night. Sleep tight. Sweet dreams. People who entrust their care, or people who we entrust to care for our kids while making a living are a godsend. They have to have patience, empathy, understanding in order to work with children. However, in the complicated profession of child care, some mistakes are made sometimes, mispractices, something that every parent fears when they leave their kids at daycare, and for good reason sometimes. A daycare director from Cumberland, Indiana, her name is Tanya Voris, found a fail-safe way of getting the children at her daycare center to fall asleep when the staff needed a break. How's that? She gave them all melatonin. (laughs) (laughs) I'd do it. (laughs) Uh, Ms. Voris, the director of the Kids Life Child Care Ministry, gave each of the children melatonin gummies to knock them out in preparation for staff break time. It's parents break. were parents were astonished and angry to find out that the woman had given their children melatonin without authorization. One parent, Abigail Hampton, had noticed that her child's sleeping habits had suddenly changed a couple of weeks prior to the disturbing discovery. According to Hampton, her three-year-old would be irritable, while one, her one-year-old couldn't stay awake. <laughs> the mother had been so worried about her daughter's fatigue, she consulted a doctor, and then the pieces all fell into place when a pastor at the church that operated the center called and alleged that, well, it didn't allege, he said, Ms. Voorhees had been given the kids melatonin. Its side effects, uh, it has side effects. It does make you sleepy. It has I side effects. Such the sleepy fruit snacks. The, yeah, it, the sleepy time fruit snack. It, uh, it has side effects like nightmares, depression, irritability, gastrointestinal problems, headaches, dizzy, dizziness, drowsiness, and urinary issues. She gave, I don't know how many kids it was, it says here somewhere, there are a bunch of kids in the day. She gave them all melatonin. There you go, kiddies. Take one. Boner candidate number two, good night, sleep tight. Coming up in a moment, boner candidate number three, and on the second day, God commanded, let there be pipelines. And the pipelines appeared, and God was pleased with what he saw.
Boner candidate number three coming up after this. Big Boy News and Opinuendo brought to you by... Temple of the Moon Gin from Water Pocket Distillery is a double gold winning versatile delight made with Tuscan juniper, citrusy coriander, lemon peel, true cinnamon, lavender ginger, and nine more hand-selected botanicals. Your martini or gin and tonic has a new best friend, available now at the state liquor store. Apparently, in just a few days, we're going to have a new Gorillaz album, their eighth studio album. It's called Cracker Island, and Gorillaz fans are elated to finally hear the band's much-anticipated record in full. But they are disappointed, we are disappointed, to learn that an upcoming Netflix movie starring Gorillaz isn't going to see the light of day. Gorillaz creator Damon Albarn confirmed the news during an interview, uh, which was conducted in Dutch for a Belgian publication. Albarn said the project was permanently suspended after Netflix recently purged several of its animated projects and downsized their animation department. They started to panic because they were making too much content and decided to cut back on their movie offerings at Alborn. And as, as has been classic Hollywood practice for decades, the guy we were working with has moved on to another company. And then from then on, you've lost your guardian angel, and then it's just terrible, and we're just not going to do it. So they've just shelved it. This has been happening, uh, these, yeah. these sort of things have been happening at just about all of the streaming services. Now, here's another one. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're Mindhunter director and executive back. producer David Fincher has confirmed that Netflix will not return, the Netflix series will not return for a third season. Mindhunter is a great show. There are two seasons of it. There was supposed to be a third. David Fincher was set to do it. But Netflix kind of said, eh, well, let's wait a minute didn't have a huge audience let's hold off on it and so when they said let's hold off on it fincher said well let's just hold off on it forever okay see you later netflix see ya uh let's see well the man the weather is just incredibly bad um there is uh, i think gina said that the national weather service said 14 and a half inches of snow at the airport at the airport yep uh, and they're and it's saying, still coming down. That's not. Yeah. It's going to yeah. snow all day. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I'm looking out at my backyard right now, and I'm worried about uh, trees coming down. You know, it's, that, it's that is that a concern heavy. for sure. Uh, yeah, there's a 30 percent chance of uh, that snow will continue to 8 p.m. It may let up a little bit, but then it'll start again. Uh, new snow accumulations uh, are certainly possible. And expect it to, tomorrow as well, mm-hmm. to have snow tomorrow. Uh, they're saying probably not this bad, however. A bill that uh, passed in a Utah House committee will put warning signs on certain public events that could have adult content. Jesus. House Bill 329 requires events in public spaces to warn parents and families if there are, there are any adult themes. Now, that means that every single event we do is going to have to have a warning sign. (laughs) Yes. Um, They are going to leave it up to cities, counties, and municipalities or universities to decide what constitutes that description. Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) One is to protect minors, and two is to empower parents, said Representative Colin Jack, the bill's sponsor, who is, interestingly enough, from St. George. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. You know, St. George, where they had such a problem with that drag show down there. Uh, He says, it's going to be just like the notice you get on Netflix when you sit in your living room and watch a movie. There's just going to be a warning that there's adult content. Okay, fine. 
uh, we should prepare one. Uh, we should prepare signs for any of our events that yeah. uh, adult content. Uh, two former tenants of the Silverado Apartments in downtown Salt Lake City are suing their former landlords, alleging they prioritized collecting rent payments over resident safety before a deadly blaze on Memorial Day killed two people. In the complaint filed last month, G.T. Esplin and another attendant accused their former landlords, former landlords, uh, because they don't live there anymore, the building, the, the apartments burned, of wrongful death and reckless, wanton, grossly negligent, and or intentional misconduct. What the deal was is a, a guy went out onto his balcony to have a cigarette. Uh, this guy who was smoking the cigarette has oxygen, supplemental oxygen. Oh, yeah. The other tenants had said to the landlord repeatedly over a long period of time, that tenant is smoking around his oxygen tanks. That's dangerous. You've got to get him to stop. And the landlords apparently did nothing about that. Uh, so this guy's smoking. Fire. They heard explosions. The oxygen went up. Fire started. It killed him and another resident in the apartments, and those people are suing uh, and I don't blame them. Uh, hard to find your favorite seltzer, maybe, in Utah grocery shelves, because <laughs> this is w so weird, and Utah is the only state in the Union, I believe, that's doing this. The seltzer rule, passed last year, keeps any seltzer that contains a trace of ethyl alcohol, which is commonly used to stabilize artificial flavorings, from being sold in the grocery stores. That rule means that some hard seltzers and similar malt beverages that could be sh sold in grocery stores and some only will be sold in liquor stores or and it could be even different flavors of the same brand. That's how stupid this, this law is. That touch of ethyl alcohol does nothing. No. Does nothing. If it says 5% alcohol on the can, which is the limit that these beverages can have, and the ones I drink are five uh, percent. You see some that are four and a half, some that are four. Th that that's plainly stated on the can. The ethyl alcohol does nothing it's to increase that. Yeah, but they but they th but the legislature somehow thinks it's not uh, it's not malt based, so we can't just you know, what a stupid <laughs> stupid law. We've got so many ill-informed people up there, and when they need to find information, they go on the Internet, get lost, and come back with bad information. The University of Utah will pay a $5 million settlement to the parents of an international student killed in 2022. Uh, Jifan Dong died in a Salt Lake City motel February 11, 2022, after being injected with a lethal dose of heroin and fentanyl by her ex-boyfriend. Chester Wang, who had been charged, who has been charged with murder, following the death, the university acknowledged shortcomings in how they handled an intimate partner violence report between the 19-year-old uh, Dong and uh, Wang, and they didn't turn it over to police until she was reported missing days before she died. The university was held liable, and the parents won the suit, five million bucks. Uh, Mitt Romney. Has uh, said he's not saying whether he's going to run for re-election or not for for Senate. He said he says if I do decide to run, I'll win. Very oh, confidently. Oh, really? oh, okay. He uh, also made some comments about Marjorie Taylor Greene, 
saying that her recent call for a national divorce, divorcing the red states and the blue states, um, is just crazy. He said, I think Abraham Lincoln dealt with that kind of insanity back in the 1800s. (laughs) We're not going to divide the country. And before you get excited and go, yeah, go ahead and do that, we're, we're one of the red states. So we don't want to be well, lumped but, into but that. But she doesn't realize what state she's from. It's Georgia. purple, if it's anything. Georgia. It's all, it's know, almost a red state. It's, it's not a yeah. red state right now. They've got. I mean, got, a blue state. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've got two two Democrats in there in pretty yeah. big positions. She doesn't realize yeah. that she's just this gerrymandered little red area in Georgia. She so so her state, Georgia, would probably be with us. The blue they'd state, ki- or well, they'd, with the blue I, states, they'd kick her out. Is what yeah. would have to happen. So what's the closest blue state to us? New Mexico. New Mexico? Oh, I like New Mexico. Which you don't think of them as being a blue state, but they are. I I like New Mexico a lot. I've been there several times. It's a beautiful place. We should move there. Doesn't Colorado have a Democratic Colorado's pretty blue, too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sonic, this is the last one. Uh, Sonic, this is not the last Sonic. It's the last story. Uh, Sonic is offering now, you know how I like tater tots i mean i just love them Mm -hmm. well they're now offering barbecue potato chip flavor well barbecue flavored tater tots barbecue seasoned tots featuring crispy potato tots coated with a a pop of sweet and savory barbecue chip flavored seasoning to celebrate the launch sonic is uh, says that uh, Sonic uh, app users can enjoy exclusive early access to these tots. So I'm going to look at my Sonic app. I have one, of course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever, I have never been to a Sonic. Oh, how can you be sure a you tater have. tot fan ever? Not, and not go to a Sonic? That's one of the things they do best. People, has, people have brought me tots from Sonic, but I don't think I've ever been to one. I should I should go because you can you you should go Jeannie you can eat in your car. I know. <laughs> Do you go to Sonic? I have gone to Sonic. <laughs> All right, that's the news. All right, here's boner candidate number three. And on the second day, God commanded, "Let there be pipelines," and the pipelines appeared. And God was pleased with what he saw. United States Senator, he's a senator. John Kennedy of Louisiana, Republican, of course, suggested during a Fox News appearance on Saturday that God made pipelines and that somehow that form of notoriously unreliable infrastructure would have prevented the 150-car February 3rd Norfolk Southern Railway freight train derailment in Ohio that has poisoned the area with toxic vinyl chloride gas. The The disaster has been tied to former President Donald Trump's rollback of uh, railway safety regulations that were implemented under his predecessor, Barack Obama. Quote, what do you think of how the federal government has been handling this? And should the Secretary of Transportation be out there talking to folks, said John Roberts, the host of the show, referring to the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg. Quote, this is is Senator Kennedy. Well, this is why God made pipelines. They're much safer than trucks or trains. Now, I understand this particular chemical uh, could not have uh, been transported by a pipeline, but uh, all you can do is require the truckers and require the railroads railroads to be as safe as they can, uh, but when you can do it, you should do it through a pipeline because God created them. In his own sentence, he contradicts himself. Yep, yep. 
Yep, yep, absolutely. Oh. You should have God created a pipe. Of course, you can't put that kind of stuff in a pipeline. But, but uh, <laughs> boner candidate number three, Senator Kennedy. All right, let's re- let's review the first two and vote. Number one, apparently Larry Moe and Curly Joe are from Utah. Well, that's not really their names. Their their names are Rayland Bunsen and Loy Bunsen and Deron Bunsen, and they have once again been rejected by the Supreme Court as they have filed suit <laughs> trying to get Donald Trump reinstated as president. Boner candidate number two, good night, sleep tight. Daycare worker giving melatonin to, oh, it's 17 kids in her care. Wow. Uh, giving them <laughs> melatonin gummies to get them sleep to sleep so the staff can take a break. And boner candidate number three, the, the pipelines. God created pipelines. Boner right. candidate number three. All right, you've got to decide. Of these three candidates, which one is the worst? Which one should be boner of the day for today, February 22, 2023? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's award boner of the day. And it's brought to you in part by a, a sandwich that was made with Euro meat and American cheese melted on it. And it was like in a sandwich form and it was really good. <laughs> a sandwich form, you say? Sounds good. Yeah, rather than a, you know, like a euro or some form of a sandwich. (laughs) President's Day savings at your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. Get up to $140 in rebate savings on Michelin Tires plus free basic installation. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Well, I'm kind of disappointed in you all. In your voting. <laughs> really? Really, really. I haven't seen the results, so I don't know. Uh, the, the one I thought should win, well, which one did you think should win, Carrie? I was kind of torn. I mean, I liked the Kennedy one because he's just so stupid. Yeah, number three. And, and I heard that audio of him mm-hmm. saying that, yeah. and, I just, I, and I just, my head exploded. Mm-hmm. Gary, <sighs> Gina, but, did you have a choice? The melatonin babies. Yeah, well, neither of you get it. Really? By two votes... Over the melatonin babies, boner candidate number one, oh. Larry Moe and Curly Joe from Utah. Well, okay. two votes. We like Making to keep us proud. We like to keep the the boner local. Yeah. So there you go. That's your boner of the day for today, February twenty two, twenty twenty three. Now qualified to be boner of the week. All right. Now. Uh, we were we were going to do an email of interest here, but we, we decided to give you guys the chance to participate in the feature that we invented. Hello, yeah, what? If you make the feature happen, then so be it. Otherwise, it's an email of interest. <laughs> All so, you got to do looking, is call us. It's about uh, whatever you want to tell us uh, how much snow is at your house. Are you working from home or the kids home? Or did you have to go into work today? What are you mm-hmm. seeing out there? I just got this alert from... University of Utah in-person classes. They finally decided to move online. Um, so Everything. they add, add that to the list mm. of other places that are having snow days. Yeah. 
Radio from Hell, sort of having a snow day. We're broadcasting from home today, but our, our brave support staff, Katie and Cameron Diaz and Dawson, they, they made it in today. Hello, yeah, what? Anything you want to talk about, but we'd like to hear about how you're dealing with all of this snow, where you are and how it mm-hmm. is and all of that kind of thing. So uh, have at it, if you will. You can ask us questions if you'd like as well. Yeah. That's also a possibility. Ask us anything you want, anything you've been curious about. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about broken tree branches up here. I'm worried it's about a, a tree coming down. It's a legitimate worry, and some people have been experiencing power outages too, and that's how that happens oftentimes. Is uh, if the if your tree comes down, what's in what's in the way of it, Carrie? Well, I have a lot of trees around me. Is the thing? Uh, you know, would would so they hit your house? If if these back here came down, it would certainly take out power lines and cable and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if the trees over on this side came down, it would certainly master bedroom city. Uh, <laughs> I better look and see what's going on with mine. And then I got trees down here on the west side of my house that if they were to come down, it would uh, it would damage the roof and probably uh-oh. go through my kitchen window. What uh oh? What uh oh? What uh oh? Well, that I don't know. They're Why uh oh? I think they're fine. <laughs> Jeez. But it's just Are the snow s- is the snow is so heavy and uh, it just keeps coming. And, yeah, and it's yeah. wet. Yeah. Are you stuck in your house, Bill? Is your driveway pretty, pretty packed Well, I, I have not checked it I, since early, early this morning. It looked pretty right. bad. I don't know if I could get out of out the driveway or not. I'm not let's, sure. Uh, let's quickly see what Jeremy has. Hello, yeah, what? Hello, Jeremy. Where are you, Jeremy? Hello. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in Linden right now. Okay. Traveling nice and slow on the roads. I just wanted to say, you guys are the best radio station. I went to Rand Rand tickets last week, and I'm still so excited. <laughs> you guys are the best. Well, well, thanks, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. Be, be very careful so that you will not be injured and will be able to go to Duran Duran. <laughs> okay. Oh, see, we've lost him already. Oh, he's no, in, he's in a ditch. He's in a ditch. That's I all there is not. to it. Hello, yeah, what? We'll begin with Russell. Hello, Russell. Hello, yeah, what? Russell, where are you calling from? I am calling from Sandy. Okay, what do you got for us? Well, um, you know, big snowy morning. It just kind of reminded me of something, so I'm an avid snowboarder. Brighton is where I love to go. And at the huh? end of each night on my last run down the mountain, I uh, I always listen to the same song, and I just kind of wanted to give that to you guys and see if it would help people kind of just, you know, relax, be mm-hmm. happy with what we have, and just take your time getting places. Uh, Space Oddity by David Bowie. Without oh, nice. Every single time. Oh, that's you a listen good to it yeah. every time. Huh. Interesting. Every last time. It's tradition, day. yeah. On my very last run, I played that, along with some other David Bowie songs, and uh, and the Flamingos, actually, too. So it's just mm-hmm. something that kind of calmed me down a little bit and enjoyed the last ride. So, uh-huh. How many I did it uh, first thing um, this morning? How many times do you snowboard a, a year? If I'm lucky, I go at least once, maybe twice every every month. My schedule mm-hmm. is quite busy, so I hardly ever really get a chance to go up there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, this season, I'm kicking myself for not getting up there every every week at least. Um, so far this season, I've been up about five times. And I'm uh, planning Russell, on possibly going tonight. Yeah. Russell, if you if you'd like, uh, if you want to come down to the studio when we're there, I'll kick you. You don't have to kick yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have to kick yourself. I'll do, I'll do it. 
All right. If I get a tote bag out of it, you got yourself a deal. Hang on the I'll, line. We'll give you a tote bag, okay? No, I'll kick you in the tote bag. Is what we'll <laughs> kick you right in the tote bag. <laughs> Sorry. Hang on the line, and we'll make sure you get one. Hang on. All right. All right. Appreciate Love you all. Thank you. All right, Russell. Uh, let's go to, uh, uh, oh, Tony from Florida. Oh. Tony. Hi, Tony. Hello. Hello. Yeah, Hi. what? Where in Florida are you, Tony? I'm in St. Pete, yeah, Florida. I know, it, I know it well. So, Is it yeah. 80 degrees there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit humid, but you know it's nice. Mm-hmm. But I'm missing the snow. You sure are. I've been listening listening to you guys this morning, and tons of snow is coming down. And I'm missing yeah. that. Well, we'd uh, like to send I, some of it your way if we could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a skier, so I, you know, you're living in the wrong state for that. Yeah. You're living in the wrong well, no, state. I'm, no, I'm just here on vacation. Sorry. Oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. So, All right. Yeah, so I out in Riverton is where I live. Oh, how many? How much longer are you going to be on vacation? Uh, we just got here yesterday, so I'm out here for two weeks. Well, I, I can guarantee you, in two weeks there will be plenty of snow for you to <laughs> ski on. <laughs> it's not melting yet. N- no, no, it won't. No. All right. What are you going to do hey, while you're in well, St. Pete? Uh, the grandkids are here. Uh, the great grandparents from England are here. Ah. We're renting an Airbnb, and so we're just going to see all the family. Just Enjoy. hang out, huh? That sounds great. Sounds nice. Have a lovely time. Okay. Well, thanks for letting me listen, you guys. It's our pleasure. You. Best. See you later. All right. Eight seven seven six zero two nine six nine six. If you'd like to participate. Hello. Yeah. What? This is Mike. Hi, Mike. Where are you? I'm uh, just, uh, we live uh, up on the foothills near Parley's Canyon. Uh, how, how's it's it up there? Pretty. Uh, watching outside, the wind's starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, looks like we've gotten about 12 to 14 inches yeah. of snow. Um, wanted to uh, really give kudos to my wife. I had some uh, surgery, so I can't lift anything more than 10 pounds, and she's out there with uh, the oh. snowblower, which I call the beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's doing snow blowing for me. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a man's job, really. Normally, that's a man's job. Well, you know, I taught her well. Yeah. So What's her name? Her turn it on. Her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Annie. Annie. Just yeah, we're going to give her that. a shout out. We got to have her name to. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> Just tell her we said way to go. Way to go, but she's real thorough. Plus, she has to go to work at 10, so. Oh. Um, See, I was going to say, if, if, you, if, she wasn't, if she wasn't going anywhere, you shouldn't be plowing. You should wait until later because it's just going to keep coming. Well, you know, we, we kind of talked about just maybe doing uh, uh, so she get her, her car out and then uh, just doing the sidewalks. But uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to do it twice today. Because of the way that it's falling, yeah. I'm going to have to do it right after we get done here at 10 a.m. and then once again at around 3:30 mm-hmm. or something like that. Exactly. Uh, my son will come over later this afternoon after he gets off of work. He'll do it. Well, that's, so I'll have to feed him and make sure make sure there's beer in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to feed him. Did you say? 
I'll have to feed him and I'll have to uh, offer him a beer, but he, he already knows his way downstairs to the beer fridge. So. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know where the beer fridge is, Dad. All right, Mike. Thank, thanks, <laughs> thanks for uh, checking in with us. Hey, uh, thanks for letting me listen. You guys have a great day. Speedy recovery, okay? See ya. Thank you. All right, let's uh, see if we can... Hello, yeah, what? Austin is here. Hello. Hello, Austin. Where are you? Good morning. Uh, I'm calling from East Stabbington. Oh, good. Okay. East Stabbington. <laughs> All right. How are things there? Um, I had a... Uh, pretty snowy. <laughs> um, but I had a, a... I was listening to one of my favorite ska bands over the weekend, the Agrilites. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know if... If you're familiar with them. Oh, we, of course uh, we are. Um, we had them uh, perform live for us uh, when we were at Park City one time for the Sundance Film mm-hmm. Festival. Oh, that that sounds awesome. They were great. But uh, a song came on the other day um, from their self-titled album in 2006, and the song is called uh, Thunder Fist. Mm-hmm. And it sounded oddly familiar to mm. me. Um, I, well, I don't know. I'm not familiar uh, with should... the band. I... Uh... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Austin, go ahead. Uh no, the the Agrilites have a song called Thunder yeah. Fist. Really? And it sounds just like the the bed music. Really? Huh. Huh. How about well, that? Uh, we never show. would do anything like that. No, we wouldn't certainly. <laughs> and we certainly wouldn't uh, take that song, give it to a musician and say, "Make it sound close but not legally." That so song. we don't get in trouble. So we don't get in trouble. Uh, we would, would never do, do that. that. Never yeah. do that. <laughs> never do that. No. No. And, and, and no. he would. And he would never take that song and legally make it not that song. Uh, do, do, do we gotcha. have? Do we have that live recording of the Agrilites somewhere? Oh, I'm sure we do somewhere. God, I'd love to hear that again. They, they just. That we were in a little tiny room. Yeah. And uh, so it wasn't their full instrumentation. It was just you know acoustic guitars and a and I think the guy had one snare drum or something. Yeah, it was very and, low and down. What was the song they did? They did two of them for us. They did Free Time and another one. Free Time is the one I think I remember the best. It, it was just I liked it better than the ones on the record. Yeah, they we've we've got them in there somewhere. It might be in the system. If not in the system, it's certainly in the history file, mm-hmm. the vault file of my Vox Pro. There, Katie's nodding. Did you find it? Well, oh, he didn't look. Okay, she'll she'll look in a bit. Well, hey, thanks for calling us, Austin. Thanks, Austin. Yeah, and you. I'd love to hear that. And you <laughs> yeah. have an excellent ear. <laughs> yes. Listen. Well, maybe we'll dig it up and play it. Keep listening. <laughs> maybe. Thanks, cool. Austin. All right. All right. Thanks. Uh, that's uh, that's just about enough. Hello, yeah, what for today? Look out! Here it comes, and it's still Mayhem Bialik free. It's Beachina. I'm booth announcer Johnny Ola. Say, men, don't let the hot sun dry out your hair. You'd better use Vitalis. Summer sun, the wind, the water, all make your hair dry as the desert. Your scalp becomes flaky. New Vitalis Hair Tonic with D7, the greaseless grooming discovery, stops dryness. Keeps your hair neater all day. Vitalis gives your hair extraordinary protection from the ravages of sun, wind, and water. New laboratory findings show that even excessively dried out hair gets back its necessary moisture content faster with Vitalis than with any leading hair cream or hair oil. Yes, greaseless Vitalis 
with Wonderworking V7 does wonders for your hair and for you too. Get new Vitalis with V7 if you want to make time with your girl. You'd better use Vitalis. You know what I mean. And now, here's your host, and his hair is perfect, Terry Jackson. Ah, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny Ola. You're welcome. All right. Uh, looks like the randomizer has chosen a contestant. We'll be playing with Randy today. Hello, Randy. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Randy. Randy, you're acting How like you've you already guys? won these Depeche Mode tickets. No, I was shoveling snow while I was on hold. <laughs> Are you inside now? <laughs> um, I'm going inside right this second. <laughs> okay. Well, Randy, in order to uh, start the game, we have to decide who goes first, and that's done by coin toss, so you call it in the air, heads or tails? Tails. All right. Coin toss app says, Gina... Tails. Oh, now see. Randy's going to get excited Woo! again. <laughs> Randy has the advantage in the game. Yes. Now, we're uh, playing for Depeche Mode tickets. They're coming to Vivint Arena on November 18th. And actually, tickets go on sale today uh, at 10 a.m. with a presale code CHORUS. That's at LiveNation.com. CHORUS, C-H-O-R-U-S, at 10 a.m. But uh, if Randy beats me... Uh, she won't need to buy tickets. No. Uh, she's she's going to get the tickets if she beats Gina with Steve Irwin trivia, the crocodile hunter. He, <laughs> had he survived, it would be his birthday today. All right. Uh, let's see. So let's begin. The first question for Randy. It's pop culture trivia. Multiple choice. If you uh, answer it correctly, you get the point. If not, I'll allow Gina to answer the question correctly, and she'll maybe steal your point away. And we'll go back and forth until one of you has three points. All right. Could I point out that Gina has not lost a game this month? Wow. Not I'm long. aware of that. I listen every morning. So this is right. very intimidating. Well, here we go then. Here we go. Uh, let's see. First question for you, Randy. What did Steve Irwin's parents give him for his sixth birthday? His sixth birthday. Was it one... A scrub python. Was it two? A new bicycle with a bell and a card that makes the flapping noise in the spokes. Was it three? A king cobra. Or was it four? A case of Tui's dark ale because I feel like a Tui's. I feel like a Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. I am going to go with number one. The python. The scrub I just think python. The cobra is probably not okay. Probably your sound reasoning. Yes, correct. Yes, yes. one point for <laughs> Randy. Nicely done. Right. Uh, Gina controls the question. Gina. Yes. In 2002, Steve Irwin starred in his only feature film. You didn't okay. know this, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Was it one, The Crocodile Hunter? Crikey, look at the size of that one. <laughs> was it two, the Crocodile Hunter Collision Course? Was it three, the Crocodile Hunter Pestering Wildlife Till It Kills Me? <laughs> or four, the, cro the Crocodile Hunter Unforgiving Outback? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. This hmm. is hard. Yes. Because I don't know. Hard. 
I, I'm going to say unforgiving outback. Unforgiving outback. I'm. Uh, All I know is I'm terribly sorry. Oh no! no. My, oh, my sound I effects. That one as well. My sound mm. effects are failing me. Sorry, I need to make there because you deserve oh, that. Oh, there it is. So Randy gets a chance to steal. <laughs> yes. Well, I was going to say number four also, so I'm going to go with number one. That would be no. <laughs> number one was uh, crikey! Look at the size of that one. Is that is that your answer? That really is my answer. Oh, I don't. Well. I'm, oh no! That's uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's wrong. It's uh, collision Sorry. course. Collision mm. course. Is the oh. Well, Randy, uh, it's all right. You still control the question. You could go ahead with this. He with had this a sense of humor. I, it seems valid <laughs> to me. <laughs> all right, uh, Randy. Steve Irwin once stirred up controversy when he what? Was it one fed a crocodile by hand while holding his toddler son with the other? Two. Compared his mother-in-law's body odor to wombat juice. <laughs> Three, a- attacked a guy when he lost a game of knifey spoony. Or four, accepted a six-hour collect call for nine hundred dollary dues from the International <laughs> Drainage Commission in Springfield. Did you say dollary dues? That's their money, Gene. Yeah, that's the money they use in Australia. That's down or that's down under money. That's dollary dues. Yeah. Dollary dues. As fun as I like that one, I'm going with number one. I actually number can one. remember this one. Yes, yes, that is correct. That's two points for Randy. Uh, just, did, uh, I don't have you with a point, Gina. No points for you? No. I don't think so. No. Gina's no points not, for Gina. Gina's yeah. not doing well. Yeah, so it's your question, though. All right, Gina. Let's okay. see. What type of animal is named after Steve Irwin? You know, when you oh. get famous, some of these scientists will name animals sure. after you. So what type of animal is named after him? Is it one, a species of crocodile named Stevodiles? Okay. Two, a species of koala bears named Urwala bears. Aww. Three, a species of alligators named Irwin gators. Or four, a species of snail named Crikey Steve Irwinny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the snail. The snail? Yeah. That is correct. Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Gina has a point. It's two to one in Randy's favor. And, Randy, you could win on this one, so choose carefully. All right, Randy. Let's see what we got here. Ah, here we go. Steve Irwin's boldness in the face of danger from animals would have one suspect he has no fear. However, what animals are Steve Irwin afraid of? Is it one, sharks and stingrays? Two, parrots and hippos? Three, duckbill platypus, or four, spoonbill platypus? Um, I'm, I'm really not sure on this one, but I'm going to go with number two, I think. Parrots and hippos? That yeah. is correct. Wow. Wow. Randy, you wow. win wow. the game. <laughs> well, yeah, nicely done. For the first time this month. Yes, fair and square, <laughs> you wow. have those uh, Depeche Mode tickets. Well done, Randy. I'm so well done. Excited. <laughs> I told my roommate just this morning that I was going to try to call, and because I wanted tickets so bad, look at me go. Look <laughs> at you go, Randy. Hang on the line. We'll get some information from you, so yes. you make sure you get those tickets. Hang on. Uh, right. Listen, I, I've got to go use the powder room. I'll All right. Scoot. Okay. Uh, let's get to big boy news and opinion window. That brought to you by. 
soar across mountains, deserts, cities, and forests with three amazing bird families as they head home to raise their young, experience the triumphs and challenges of these remarkable creatures as they defy all odds in Wings Over Water 3D, now playing at the IMAX Theater at Clark Planetarium. Uh, Spotlight for Black History Month. This is Black History Month. Uh, Yesterday was Nina Simone's birthday. Uh, She was born February 21st, 1933, in Tryon, North Carolina. Uh, Nina Simone, mostly known for her jazz, gospel, blues, and pop music, for playing piano and mastering a classical repertory as well. Into her career, she became involved in activism, addressing racial justice issues in the United States. The National Museum of African American History and Culture shared a quote from Simone which reads, An artist's duty, as far as I'm concerned, is to reflect the times. Uh, Nina Simone attended the Juilliard School in New York and applied to the prestigious Curtis Institute of Music in Philadelphia, but was denied, perhaps because of her race. She performed in the 1960s in New York's Greenwich Village, where she got to know the intellectuals of the time, like James Baldwin and Langston Hughes. Simone became a cultural icon through her music and social justice work. In 1991, she published an autobiography called I Put a Spell on You. Do yourself a favor, too, and uh, listen to, look up, uh, just go to Spotify or whatever you use, uh, Nina Simone's song, Mississippi. Don't say it. (laughs) Well, I could legally say it. It's not an FCC findable offense, but uh, what is it? Community standards. Community standards. I won't say it, but the name of the song is Mississippi. GD. Well, G. Damn. Yeah, gee, damn. So go find that song. You'll love it. Uh, Let's see. Utah lawmakers want to talk. uh, Oh, no, excuse me. I've got this wrong. Um, Lawmakers are being urged to do more and do faster to save the Great Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. Uh, Suzanne Lease wanted to talk to the lawmakers about it. I want to talk to my representatives about my concern for the Great Salt Lake, she said, as she waited patiently outside the House chamber for representatives to step out and chat with her between votes. She was on Capitol Hill on Tuesday for the environmental group Save Our Great Salt Lakes event, teaching people how to lobby lawmakers. Last year was supposed to be the year of water, Lee said. Here, a couple of weeks ago, was the week of water. Yet we have not seen any substantive legislation passed that's going to get water into that lake immediately. Save Our Great Salt Lake has been pushing lawmakers to do more and to act quickly to get water into the lake, and at times they've expressed frustration that the legislature has not passed anything, any kind of bill. They'll pass legislation to put warning on events that may have adult content, that's but important, Bill. Stuff to uh, benefit the Great Salt Lake, no. Priorities. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jason Chaffetz at a Republican Party dinner in St. George. Jason Chaffetz was asked if he plans to run for office again here in Utah. Chaffetz and former National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien both delivered keynote sp- speeches at this event. Both men have had their names floated as potential candidates for the U.S. Senate or for Utah's governor's office. Chaffetz chaired the House Oversight Committee when he served as a congressman. He's now a regular (coughs) Fox News contributor. Excuse me, I had something caught in my throat there. (laughs) Mr. O'Brien was National Security Advisor under Donald (coughs) Trump. Hmm. 
Uh, they won't. Uh, they won't say. Neither one of them. Now O'Brien isn't a Utah resident. However, there is some talk that he will become one, so he can run for Senate or governor. That's called carpet bagging. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. And Chaffetz is not saying whether he's he's being coy about the whole thing at this point. But you know he'd love to be governor. Or senator. Uh, I think he'd rather be governor, actually. But Governor's a harder job. Yeah. Mm. Um, three people were caught in an avalanche while scaling an 8,000-foot peak in central Washington state over the weekend. A six-person group was attempting to climb a steep gorge on uh, Kolchuk Peak in the Cascades on Sunday afternoon when the avalanche happened. The Chelan County Sheriff's Office said in a news release, four of the climbers were swept down about 500 feet, including the three who died as a result of trauma sustained in the fall. The three who died were buried by three additional slides that began about an hour after the initial avalanche. The climbers who died were a 53-year-old man, a 60-year-old man, and a 66-year-old man. Uh, You know, I wonder... The group's lead climber triggered the avalanche, you know, as they were climbing, and mm-hmm. the sheriff's office said, you know, that just, I, you know, people do these things, and I wonder what it would be like. You would know what was happening as you met your demise, you know? Yeah. Uh, you see the avalanche coming. Do you think, God, maybe there's a chance? Maybe there's a chance, and then at some point you know there isn't a chance. And nope. And there you go. I mentioned this in the earlier sports report, but I just think it's funny, and you should go to my Twitter and look at it. There's a Philadelphia Eagles fan that got the the preemptive tattoo, uh, assuming his, his Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl, which they did not. <laughs> and so now you're stuck with this tattoo. What do you do? Well, he got the crying Michael Jordan meme tattooed right above it, and it's a very well done <laughs> tattoo and if you want to see a picture of that you can go to my uh twitter feed for that i also got uh, a a message from a friend of the program that says hey utah warriors rugby is starting up would you mind uh mentioning when they have home games in their sports segments sure thanks they sent me uh links so i can keep you updated on that their season home opener is saturday at zions bank stadium at 2 p.m. So thank you, Julie, for sending that in to me. And, That's over and on the west side of the freeway there, right? About 2100 south or something like that on the west side of the freeway. That, is that what uh, it is? I'm not sure, actually. Well, Could you look that up? Sure. I'm not quite sure whether that's a compliment or not. <laughs> hey, hey, being with you, girl, is just like being stoned. Would you have an opinion on that, Frank? Well... Now, when I was alive, yes, marijuana was new to Hollywood. Oh, the, the devil's lettuce, Carrie. And it was it was referred to as the devil's lettuce or jazz cigarettes. Yeah, and and as I recall, uh, all of our precious celebrities were enjoying it, just not telling anyone. Ah, I see. So, uh, the, yes, maybe it's so, a compliment. I maybe I guess it is. Uh, this uh, the voice you hear, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, Frank Christ. Uh, for those of you who might be new to the show, and uh, if you are new to the show and listen to this feature, you will probably immediately turn it off and never come back. <laughs> this is what it's, they do? Yes. Uh, Frank is, uh, is, a, is a grim reaper. 
and his particular area of expertise is reaping the souls of famous people, celebrities, which is ironic because Frank is a star hugger, frankly. Uh, oh, oh that's uh, mean, Bill. If I put it that way, I, well, I, I just want to be their friends. I want them to love me. I love our precious celebrities. I, I know you do, so Maybe isn't I it am. ironic? Maybe I am. I'm not as bad as your Sean Reyes, though. No. <laughs> oh, no, he's worse. <laughs> Is, isn't ironic, that, though, then, that you have to take the souls of celebrities? They should have made you the Grim Reaper of Plumbers, for clearly, instance. Clearly you yeah. don't understand curses, Bill. I guess. Well, uh, Frank joins us every weekday morning. Uh, we play a game called Frank Chris Presents. They're fine. They're just fine. I have a list here of four people. And on this list, three of the people are... Well, they're fine. I've never met them. They're just fine. Fine, just fine. But one of them has gone oh. on to the great beyond with Frank's assistance. Oh. He lo- loads their souls in... <laughs> in I like it when you whimper. <laughs> I mean, tragedy. I don't like it. Oh, yeah. Terrible, their. He's grief-stricken. Oh, my he, Lord. He lo- loads their souls into a, the sidecar of his electric scooter and takes them off to the underworld. Uh, so we have a game here. This is the game. Uh, so the contestant has to determine which person on this list of four is no longer with us. And who do we have to play today? Uh, my friend Paul Bearer is on the phone. <laughs> Paul. Hello, Paul. Paul. Hi, Paul. Just call me Bearer. No. Yes. <laughs> You're All right. playing along, Paul. That's Paul. nice. Paul, you sound Mr. fine. Mr. Bearer, how are you? I am fantastic, other than this horrible cold weather. I think Frank brought it along with him. Uh, maybe, you, maybe you're also fine, just fine? <laughs> I am fine, just fine. There we go. Right. Uh, so, Paul, uh, what can Paul win, by the way, Gina? Tickets to see Duran Duran with special guest Bastille June 3rd at Vivint Arena. All right, you ready, Paul? Here we go. Uh, this is the I'm list. Right. Golden Globe Award winners for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical. Of these four actresses, one of them has died. Uh, number one on the list, Leslie Caron began her career as a ballerina. She made her film debut in the musical An American in Paris. Gene Kelly discovered her, as a matter of fact, in the Roland Petit uh, Ballet Company. And for her contrib- contributions to the film industry, Leslie Caron got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and won her Golden Globe for playing Gigi in the movie Gigi. Number two on... Oh, that's Leslie Caron, number one. Number two on the list, Melina McCoury, a Greek actress, singer, activist, and politician. She received an Academy Award nomination and won a Cannes Film Festival Best Actress Award for her performance in the film Never on Sunday. McCoury was also nominated for one Tony Award and three Golden Globes and two BAFTA Awards in her acting career. And uh, she won a Golden Globe for playing Elizabeth Lip in a movie called Top Cappy. Number two, Melina McCoury. Number three on the list, Shirley MacLaine. Known for her portrayals of quirky, strong-willed, and eccentric women, Shirley MacLaine received numerous accolades over her seven-decade career. That's 70 years, you know. Including an Academy Award, an Emmy Award, two British Academy Film Awards, and six, she won six Golden Globe Awards. Number three, Shirley MacLaine. And number four, the last one on the list, Stockard Channing. She played Betty Rizzo in the film Grease. 
and First Lady Abby Bartlett on the NBC television series The West Wing. Uh, Channing started her acting career with the Experimental Theater, theater Company of Boston, uh, took the lead role as an Upper East Side matron in the film version of Six Degrees of Separation. She was nominated for an Academy Award and won a Golden Globe Award for her performance in that movie. Number four, Stockard Channing. Of those four wonderful actresses, which one is no longer with us? I'm going with Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine would be a good guess, but wrong. Oh, she's fine. She's fine. She's 88 years old, and she's just on uh, Only Murders in the Building. She was Mm -hmm. a delight. Yes. Uh, but you were, that was a good guess because when you say she has a career spanning 70 years, yeah. you know, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. Uh, but uh, I'll give you a second chance, okay, Paul? Uh, listen carefully. All right. Uh, tell me, is it Leslie Caron, is it Shirley Lannister, Soccer Channing, or is it Melina McCurry? Um, thinking Melina McCurry. Let's go with the guess. Absolutely. You got it on the second guess. Uh, she died in 1994 from lung cancer at the age of 93 or 73. Uh, in addition to those things I mentioned, she was also the voice of Satan in the Exorcist movies. Yeah, your mother. What a lovely oh. day for an exorcism. <laughs> your mother sews socks in hell. Uh, so there you go. You win the tickets to Duran Duran. Duran Duran. And uh, congratulations, Duran. Paul. Yeah, hang on the line, okay? Thank be you. careful out there, okay? I will. Thank you. Okay, right. hang on. Well, well. Right. that's 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 good. I was so relieved that he won those tickets. I was Les- so I know. pins and needles there for a moment. <laughs> I- uh, Leslie Caron was not, is ninety one, but still alive. Oh, and uh, Stalker Channing is almost eighty. She's just pushing seventy nine. Well. So. Uh, luckily, I don't have the problem of getting through the snow like you mortals do. You I just know. fly right by, up, just- up, and away. It's amazing to watch this. I wish you guys could see this. Frank gets in his electric scooter, and he just goes right through the window. And it's not an open window, but somehow he goes right (laughs) through it, and he disappears into a pinpoint in the sky. He's magic. I vibrate my molecules so rapidly that I'm able to pass through walls. I see. Well, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye, Frank. Goodbye. All right, so we got some uh, big boy news and opinionuendo brought to you by... President's Day savings at your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. Get up to $140 rebate savings on Michelin tires, plus free basic installation Big O Tires, the team you trust. Those of you who are... who may be listening to this and may be, and I don't, don't know, there's probably not many of you who are Donald Trump supporters... <laughs> if you if you listen to that last bit of tape that Jimmy Kimmel played, that we played, where he's talking about when he said rape, can there be any doubt in your mind that he is not fit to hold any kind of office, especially President of the United States? And uh, this is uh, in relation to that. And in relation to the fact that you, you, me and, and Carrie and Gina are broadcasting from our homes because we deemed it too dangerous to go out in the snow today. However, Katie and our two interns, even though it's too dangerous to go out into the snow, they went into the studio. In the debate over income inequality, 
One view is that people who make the most money earn it by being the smartest people in the room. Yep. Well, a new study out of Sweden... <laughs> Katie's cast, way smarter than we are. <laughs> ...casts a new study on this. Speak for yourself, Gina. <laughs> Researchers looked at about 60,000 men who took the standardized intelligence test as part of a mandatory military service exam. And then they tracked their careers and earnings. So this is a long study. They found that higher intelligence did not translate into higher wages, nope. but only up to a threshold of about $57,000. Mm-hmm. After that, the correlation weakened. Oh, I think I said did not. They found that higher intelligence did translate to higher wages, up to $57,000. But after that threshold, researchers discovered that the top 10%, the top 1% of earners, typically scored lower on intelligence tests, making those, those making significantly less than the income groups below them. So... They did after that threshold of fifty-seven thousand. You find that most of them don't do as well as people with lower IQs. Something else beyond intelligence is propelling them to those lucrative paychecks. The researchers conclude in the study and the Journal of European Sociological Reviews. So it's not necessarily that they're smarter than everybody else, but there is something else that they have that. Yes, Carrie. Well, I was just going to say that the the uh, most of the time, somebody who thinks that they earn a lot of money thinks that that translates into therefore I am smart. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. it's the other other way around. Yeah, and and that's all. That's but they aren't that smart. They <laughs> think they are. They the think stu- because they have a large <clears throat> paycheck that they know about everything. The study says we find no evidence that those with top jobs that pay extraordinary wa- wages are more deserving than those who earn only half the wages. So uh, the higher income earners in society are often revered, but they are by no means mm-hmm. more intelligent or more deserving than the rest of us. And, and the rest of us tend to think that they are smarter than us because they are richer than us. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the case. Look at Elon <laughs> Musk. Uh, that's one you could yeah. point at, yeah. There's a few local I could point at, too. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson is addressing his recent uncomfortable experience on The View. Uh, the Irish actor, it says here, appeared on the ABC talk series last week to promote his new film, Marlowe, during which the panelists joked about Joy Behar's longstanding crush on Liam Neeson. You talk about him so much, Anna Navarro said to Behar, who is uh, astonishingly 80 years old now, uh, before Alyssa Farah Griffith joked to their guest, Joy wants to get taken by you, Liam. Later in the segment, the show played footage of Behar talking about Neeson during previous episodes, uh, after which the actor joked to her, Joy, you received the checks, right? Giving her a thumbs up as they all laughed. See, I paid you to say that stuff, you know. Uh, But in an interview with Rolling Stone, Liam Neeson said, I felt that the whole thing was a bit embarrassing. I was in the dressing room drinking a cup of tea. I turned the TV up and I thought, oh, this will be great. They're talking about gun violence in America, and I agreed that it's an American problem, he said. I go on stage and join the ladies during the break, and I was congratulating them on this discussion, and then they started talking about Joy Behar and how she had a crush on me. And it was just embarrassing, he said. Liam Neeson also made some comments about uh, the movie Taken. He has said that he wasn't much of a fan 
of the phone scene. I guess it's an icon. I haven't seen the movie. The iconic phone oh, scene. Oh, it's that famous, I have a certain set of skills. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the scene was Neeson's character, Brian Mills, threatening the person who yeah. kidnapped his daughter, Kim, over the phone, which birthed the famous line, I have a particular set of skills. The actor said numerous times over the years that he never expected the action film, which spawned two sequels, to be as successful as it actually was. I certainly did sound scary, but I thought it was corny, he said. <laughs> it was so cornball. I really did feel that. It's nice that I'm proven wrong, he said. He also uh, ter- he's, he's said before that he thought Taken would be a box office flop, an absolute flop. But I was doing say, it for the paycheck. I need the money, yeah. <laughs> Needed the money. Uh, Avril Lavigne was apparently going to get married to somebody named, named Maud Son. They're no longer together. Not happening now? No, they've broken it off. Probably for the best. I think that's probably for the best. And uh, Gina, you know, I thought you were going to do this story. Marshawn Lynch. Mm said that the NFL fined him during his career $1.2 million, a total of, of all the fines they gave him. And those fines were for? Skipping interviews. He wouldn't speak to the media. He didn't like to do it. He didn't want to be. You're required to. That's so stupid to Mm -hmm. fine him for that. If they didn't require them to do it, many of them would never talk to the media and that's part of the job that's part of your contract it's it's part of the job so i i don't know i'm just going to assume that he's paralyzingly shy (laughs) yeah and that's why he didn't want to do it do you think that coaches when they're running off the field at halftime and have to go talk to that that they want to stop and talk to the reporter on the side no they have to I, do I that. Real, I realize this but there should be exceptions for this is this is a medical condition you know <laughs> well, if, you could, if you could get a doctor's note That's, sure yeah. take it with yeah. you in your contract negotiation until right, then you got to do what they say yeah got to get a better lawyer to negotiate your contract yeah all right uh, anyway well hmm? um Will we will we make it to the studio tomorrow? Allegedly, I think so I think yeah. so. I mean, according to the weather reports, this is going to continue all day until like six or seven, and then hopefully the plows will continue throughout the night tonight, mm. and uh, we'll hopefully be able to make it uh, tomorrow morning. I mean, I'm sort of <laughs> thinking I sort of planning on it. We'll make it. Yeah, <laughs> I hope Katie can get home okay, and and please. Dawson and uh, Cameron Diaz, Corey, please, 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 be careful. Yeah, yeah. Looking outside, it's it's going to be a f- well terrible drive home. Well, well, Katie, what you should do is is call your husband and see if you've gotten the plows there, mm-hmm. so you can get in. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And if not, just stay there, nice and warm at the station, and you overnight. Know, stay there get, overnight. Get some <laughs> just more. Raid that. Raid it's, that snack bar. Thing. I need to. Uh, I need to bring like an air mattress and just keep it in my in my desk in my cubicle and <laughs> just put it under your desk. Careful. Yeah. Just, you know, just stay there and get whatever you know extraneous work you need done done, and then you can. That way it's a safe drive home. Yeah. I've always said we should have a napping closet at the station. I've been, For years I've been saying we need yes, a you napping have. closet. Yes. Where's, I want that in my contract, a napping closet. Yep. And nobody pays any attention no. to you. No. No. Well. All right. Let's fake our way through a promo then. Oh, one correction. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Melina McCurry was not the voice of de- the devil in The Exorcist. And I don't know how I mixed this up in my head. It was Mercedes McCambridge. 
Well, it sounds almost like the same person. It sort of does. It's M and Mick, you know, so. (laughs) So it was Mercedes McCambridge who was the voice of the devil in The Exorcist. Oh, no, we better take that guy's tickets away. (laughs) Well, (laughs) all right. Yeah. Hey, man, did you hear that? All red toast of this day drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Makes the plowing worthwhile. Woo! All right. Uh, I think we're uh, good. We get all business taken care of. Fine job as always, Katie. Live long and prosper, bitches. Don't you know who I am? Bill Allred toasted us with our day drinking. Woo! 